Welcome to Style Your Mind, a podcast for women who want to design their thoughts, empower themselves, and build a beautiful life. I'm your host, Carol Alwaleva, best-selling author and master life coach. I am obsessed with women on the edge of change, and I've worked with hundreds of those women all around the world to help them unlock the best version of themselves and fulfill their potential. If you're ready to style your mind and transform your life, then you're in the right place. Let's do this. This episode is sponsored by Jamie Crum, the creator of Queen Vibes Only. Queen Vibes Only is a confidence subscription box for women that is sent quarterly. Every quarter, you'll receive a gorgeous glittery gold box filled with items to help you get in touch with your body, mind, and soul. Learn more at queenvibesonly.com. Hi guys, and welcome back to the show. I'm so excited that you're joining me again. Welcome to your brand new week. Today, I'm going to talk about being a multi-passionate boss babe, multi-passionate businesswoman. So this episode is for you if you find yourself in love with life, in love with all of the things, and maybe you're second guessing yourself and you're wondering, how can I do all of the things and get paid for all of the things? And I'm here to tell you that you absolutely can. I'm going to be sharing some personal stories with you, giving you some tips on how to run a multifaceted business. So this is a good one. Get ready to dig in, grab a notebook. You can pause me if you want to pause me. You want to go get a glass of wine or a cup of tea and settle in. I want to start the episode with a quote that I love. I have loved this quote since the first time that I heard it. And it's by Frank Kafka. And he says, Follow your most intense obsessions mercilessly. Follow your most intense obsessions mercilessly. So I don't know about you, but I live for interesting people. I live for people that seem to do 12,000 things and explore all of their creativity and do them well. I love when I hear a story about a person who is an author. Maybe they've written a couple of books and they also own a boutique and they also play an instrument and maybe they're also an actor. You know, they just seem to be so dynamic and so interesting. And it's really weird because I've always been drawn to those kind of people. I think because I've just always been super creative and wanted to explore different areas of life But when you get into the business world, you start to hear a lot of, quote, experts and coaches telling you, you have to pick one thing. You can't be all over the place. You can't confuse your audience. You can't do more than one thing. Pick a lane and stay in it. And I am here to tell you that I think that's complete and total bullshit. I think that it's wrong information. I think that it's information that stifles one's creativity. And I think that it's information that's given out by a lot of boring people, to be quite honest with you. So if you're listening now and you have a lot of things that you're into and you've kind of felt like up to this point, you've been afraid to express all of those interests or you've been somehow kind of living and working for your audience or your clients and you've been really kind of putting all of your, your, you know, your obsessions and interests and curiosities to the side, I want you to lose that mentality right now. I want you to make a mindset shift and I want you to listen to this episode reminding yourself that it's not just okay to explore everything, it's absolutely necessary. Now, this doesn't mean that everything's going to turn into a profitable business, right? Listen, maybe most of these things will, maybe some of them will. I know that I have 
explored so many different things that have interested me. And I've tried most of them out as businesses because I just am an entrepreneurial person and I love to, you know, turn my passion into a paycheck. I love to get up every single day with purpose and drive and, you know, feeling like I love what I do. The worst thing in the world for me is feeling like I'm trapped and feeling like I have to do something and I'm stuck doing something because it's the thing that's paying the bills at the moment. So I want you to know that it's totally possible to do what you love to do. And throughout this episode, we're going to talk through a lot of those things and I'm going to give you some questions that you can ask yourself where you can start to prioritize those passions and ask yourself, does this make sense? Is this something that I want to make money doing? Is this something that I want to do every day? What will my day-to-day actually look like? So you guys know me as obviously the host of this podcast. You probably know me mostly as an author. I think that's where most people find me through my books. I've written eight books now. Girl Code is my most popular one. That one came out a couple of years ago and that still just sells like crazy. And that's kind of what people are always tagging me in on Instagram. And that's, you know, a lot of quotes from Girl Code are shared. And I love Girl Code. I love writing books. I love being an author, but there are so many other sides to me that I need to express. And if I don't express these things, and if I don't share these things, I will go crazy. (laughs) Like I just can't do one thing forever. I have never been that kind of person. And listen, if you're listening right now and you're like, Hey, I found this thing I love and I just want to stick with it for the rest of my life, more power to you. I'm not, you know, here to tell you that there's a wrong way or a right way to live. But what I am here to do is really just dispel the myth that you are stuck with one thing for the rest of your life. So in addition to me being an author, I'm also a certified master life coach. I hold a couple of different certifications through World Coach Institute. I get asked that all the time where I went to school and that is where I went and I absolutely loved the program that I went to. I have a certification in professional coaching, so it's a CPC. Uh, I'm a certified life coach, CLC, certified wellness coach, CWC, and I CCMC, which is certified master life coach. I started 11 years ago with my blog, The Champagne Diet, that I still have, and I blog from time to time, not as consistently as I used to, because I sort of feel like the podcast has really taken over the blog, but I've also launched apparel lines. I've done custom graphic apparel for my brand. And most recently, last year, I launched an online vintage jewelry boutique called Dagmar Rose Vintage. And that really was birthed out of my obsession with vintage costume jewelry, which started when I was very young. I used to go through my grandmother's jewelry box, and she never had expensive jewelry, but she always had just these really beautiful, you know, costume fashion pieces, like glitzy clip-on earrings and big brooches with, you know, big gold necklaces and just a ton of stuff, big rings, sparkly rings, you know, pearls, just all that fun, fun stuff. And I became obsessed with it. And it was always sort of this like private obsession that I had. Like I, I wasn't really talking about it that much, but my brand, The Champagne Diet, is really centered around feeling glamorous and feeling ultra feminine and feeling like everything around you should be beautiful, including all of this jewelry. And I would wear these things. I'd wear these little pieces and collect pieces. And you know, as I started to get more and more into it, I would collect my own designer stuff, like vintage Chanel is my absolute favorite. And I started to really amass this collection of vintage costume jewelry. And last year, I decided to take a few courses at FIT. It's the Fashion Institute of Technology. 
And the courses were all in vintage styling and, you know, learning how to shop for vintage and learning how to sell vintage. And that was it. That's what took me completely over the edge. And that's when I realized, okay, this is something that I could actually create a super fun business out of. It's totally in line with my brand. And even if it wasn't, it doesn't matter. Like, I think that's something important to remember. You can do different things and they don't have to intersect. If you like them and you're passionate about them, you will be successful. It just so happens that my interests all kind of do intersect into this kind of world of, you know, feeling glamorous and beautiful and all these things and living your quote champagne life. So I decided to launch Dagmar Rose Vintage in November of 2018. And I got a Shopify site built. I started collecting jewelry. I started photographing the jewelry and listing it. And it started selling out like crazy. I created an Instagram account for it. And you guys just really, really responded to it. And I had a ball. And I still have a ball. I took a little bit of a mini break after the holidays last year because it got crazy. And of course, I was doing everything all at the same time. And the end of the year, as we all know, is super busy from a professional standpoint, from a a business standpoint, from a personal standpoint, because we've got the holidays and family. And then I moved in January. So I had packed everything away and kind of put it all on the back burner for a little bit, but I've recently picked it back up again and I am just so obsessed. Like it's on another level now. (laughs) It's like, I feel like I worked out a lot of the kinks of it last year and now it runs much more smoothly. The vision for the brand is much more clear for me. And I think clear for you guys as well. I've really honed in on a specific energy, a specific type of jewelry that I carry, um, a specific look and feel and vibe. And this past Saturday, after I had worked all week with my clients and worked on recording podcasts and creating content and sending out newsletters, on Saturday, I woke up at, I think, about 5.30 in the morning, got up, I did a little bit of work on my vintage stuff, and then I went for a workout with my husband. We both did a couple's workout. And I came home and I got back upstairs probably around 9.30, 10 o'clock, and I made a cup of coffee and I worked for the next seven hours shooting the jewelry, picking out the pieces that I wanted to list on my site, sharing on Instagram, writing up descriptions, researching, pricing the pieces, I mean, fulfilling orders. And I had like the best day ever. It was so fun. It was a labor of love, but I loved every second of it. I didn't feel like I was working. I didn't feel like you know, I was doing something that I didn't want to do. It's just, you know, you have one of those days where you're just so in the moment and you feel so fulfilled and so happy. And I really think that's how we all should live. And the only way that we're going to get there is if we allow ourselves to explore. Listen, if I had started this vintage company last year and I realized it wasn't really for me, I would have just put it to the side and moved on. I wouldn't have looked at it as a failure. I wouldn't have looked at it as something you know, that didn't work out. I wouldn't have been upset over it. I would have just simply moved on from it. And I think that's where, you know, a little bit of forgiveness comes in with yourself when it comes to trying things. If it doesn't go as planned, that's okay. You know, when I think about all the different things that I've done, I actually used to have a company, you guys are going to laugh. I called it the bubbly boutique. This is going back to like 2010, 2011. And I made these little handmade I guess pieces of art, I'd call it. They were basically little collages that I would take. I would find like little pinup images and I would 
print out a cute quote and I would make this little collage and buy these little antique frames and sell them. I would make little like drink tags with little quotes like eat, drink and be bubbly or like little fun stuff like that. And I actually rented a table at this huge street fair in Brooklyn where I used to live. I think this was about 2011. And I set it up for the day and I was a vendor and I sold all of my art and all of my stuff and I had a ball doing it. And then it got to the point where it really wasn't that sustainable for me. It was a lot of work. It was a lot, a lot of hard work. And I decided to retire it and I just moved on. So, you know, when we when we think about different passions that we have that we do turn into businesses, I want you to not put limitations on yourself. I want you to dream really big. I want you to think, you know, as big as you can, but I also want you to know that it's okay to pivot or it's okay to shut it down or it's okay to change your mind about it. Before we go on and I share some tips with you guys, I want to take a moment and thank our sponsor for this episode, Jamie Crum, the creator of Queen Vibes Only. Queen Vibes Only is a confidence subscription box. So think of like those cool subscription boxes like FabFitFun, but this one is all themed around confidence, which I think is so cool and innovative. The box is sent out quarterly. So if you sign up every quarter, you're going to receive this gorgeous glittery gold box filled with items to help you get in touch with your body, mind, and soul. Each box contains three components, personal development to grow your mind. In fact, the April box had like she owns the place, which I think is so cool. Self-care to pamper yourself and a piece of queen vibes only product to remind the subscriber that she is a queen and truly beautiful on the inside and out because true confidence starts from within. Jamie started this box after fighting her own internal battle and constant struggle to gain confidence and overcome years of anxiety and depression. Each box is created from her heart, and she hopes to show all of her amazing subscribers that they too can have the confidence of a queen. If you go to queenvibesonly.com, you guys can get your subscription, and if you use the code STYLEYOURMIND, you will get $10 off your first box or an annual subscription. Okay, so let's talk about being a multi-passionate businesswoman. Let's say you've got multiple ideas that you want to monetize, that you want to bring into your business, that you want to depend on as a form of income, that you want to do every single day, that you want to do with passion. What are the steps you need to take? What are the questions that you need to ask yourself? I spent a lot of time thinking about this, researching this topic so I could put together a really strong list of tips for you guys. So I'm going to share them with you. The first step is to really just own it. I want you to stop listening to the quote experts who tell you how to do life. You get to live your life and you get to work in a way that feels good to you. Okay. Never forget that you write your own rules and you can break your own rules. You can give yourself permission to do whatever it is that you want. I also want you to keep in mind that a huge bonus of really owning who you are as a multi-passionate entrepreneur is that you get to carve out such a unique niche and it makes you stand out from the crowd. So as opposed to confusing or overwhelming your audience, it's actually going to make you really, really unique and different and it's going to make you more memorable as a businesswoman. Okay, the second step is to prioritize your passions. So you can love a million things, of course, but try to narrow it down to where your energy is calling you, right? Try to think of like, what is the one thing that I want to focus on right now? 
and pick it and then put the rest on the side just for now because I want you to focus on one thing and make it really good and then be able to add on. So think of it almost like ordering from a menu. When you sit down in a restaurant, right, and you start ordering from the menu, maybe you order an appetizer first and it's something that you're really dying for. Maybe it's this like beautiful salad that you really want to have. And then once you have your salad, you kind of reassess and you think about the next thing that you want to eat. Maybe it's a pasta. Maybe you're really craving a pasta after you've had that beautiful, fresh green salad. And you start to layer on and all of those layers ultimately become your meal. So think about prioritizing your passions. Think about what is the thing I want to work on right now in the moment. And listen, this doesn't mean you can't be doing other things. I now, I'm at the point where I still write my books each week. I work on writing, even if it's just for you know a half hour or an hour. I'm always working on some kind of creative writing project. I have clients. I have life coaching clients. I'm running Dagmar Rose Vintage, but I didn't jump into all of those things at the same time. So I want you to start layering on your passions, but think about the one thing that you want to work on now and give it your all. Okay, now when you think about actually monetizing your passion, I want you to think about what your day-to-day looks like. And this is going to help you determine if this is something that you want to make into a business, or maybe this is just something that you want to keep as a passion for yourself. For example, I'm going for my plant-based nutrition certification right now. I love plant-based food. I love to cook. I love to prepare meals. I love to, you know, talk about it. But it's not something that I necessarily want to do from a business standpoint, but it's more of a personal passion that I'm fulfilling. Because when I think about my day-to-day, what would that really look like for me? Would I be doing meal prep? Would I be writing recipes all day? Would I be, you know, writing menus for clients? That doesn't really sound that appealing to me. But what really sounds appealing is using it and sharing it and maybe creating some beautiful content out of it that I can post on my Insta stories, which I do all the time but not something that I'm going to monetize because the actual like logistics of that, the day-to-day operations, that's just not something that I want to do from a business standpoint. However, if I look at my vintage line, that is something that I want to do every single day. That's exciting to me. You know, hunting down new pieces, photographing the pieces, styling the pieces, setting up events, working with my customers, getting messages from people and hearing about what they want to see, what they want to shop in my boutique, sending their packages out. I love that. So that's how I know that that is a sustainable business model for myself. Okay, the next step is to just take action, to just start working on whatever it is that you want to work on. You know, a lot of times as a creative entrepreneur, we can get that shiny object syndrome, meaning that we're looking around at all the exciting things and we're spending a little bit too much time in what I call creative exploration mode, that we forget to actually take action and go pursue those things, like sign up for the course so we can learn more about that thing that we want to bring into our business or launch that website or order some pieces and sell them or set up that trunk show, whatever it is that you want to do, make sure that you are doing something that is actually going to get you closer to that goal of being able to pursue that passion and turn it into a stream of revenue, a piece of your business. Okay. And finally, practice gratitude. Be grateful. 
A major benefit to having multiple aspects of your business is that you're getting to set up multiple streams of revenue. So if something gets a little stale, if maybe you're not bringing in clients or you're in like a financial lull in some area of your business, you can easily switch gears and focus on another area. And I think that is the biggest gift of being a multi-passionate entrepreneur. You're able to keep things interesting. You're able to create multiple streams of income for yourself so that you're not just stuck doing one thing. It allows you to be creative. It allows your creative juices to flow. You get to use your brain in new and interesting ways. You get to keep your audience interested. You know, I know that I've gone through phases where I've maybe followed someone for a while or even purchased things from them, but they stay in that lane and they that's like their main focus and I move on to different interests and different passions. So then I kind of lose interest in following them. So go with your gut, listen to your intuition, do the things you really want to do. It is time to be the woman you secretly dream of being. I know that you have it in you. I know that I have it in me. I'm going to continue to lead by example, and show you guys that it is totally possible to absolutely love many things, to turn those things into businesses, to make them profitable, to make them abundant, to make them fun, and to make them a part of your life and your work. All right, guys, I hope this was helpful. I hope you liked my tips and these stories. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. If you want to check out all of the fabulous vintage jewelry that I'm curating, you can head to dagmarrosevintage.com. I'm offering free shipping right now for all orders over $200. You can just put in the code free shipping at checkout. Thank you again to Jamie Crum of Queen Vibes Only for sponsoring this episode. I want you guys to have an incredible fabulous, amazing, abundant, beautiful week. Thank you for tuning in and I'll talk to you next time. Cheers. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you love this episode, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And if you really love this episode, I would love it if you guys could leave me a review on iTunes. For more beyond this podcast, including my blog and where you can find all of my books, visit me at thechampagnediet.com. And for daily inspiration, including uplifting quotes, mantras, and of course, pretty pictures, come hang with me on Instagram at The Champagne Diet. Until next time.